Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort style amenities, and high quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at BrightviewSeniorLiving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Yo, it's Bullet Cat Podcast, episode number 36, I believe. Might be 37. Um, anyway, we're live in Atlanta right now, hanging out. Uh, a lot of dope episodes coming up, lots of dope content. Um, coming up probably in the next week or so, I'm going to fill you in. I went to Outcast Studio, Stank On Your Studios in Atlanta, and listened to Killer Mike's entire, well, not his entire new project. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say he's, he's working on a project. But I listen to a lot of amazing uh, unreleased Killer Mike music that um, I'm excited to talk about. So that, that's coming soon as well. I got to kind of get permissions on what I'm allowed to talk about and not allowed to talk about. But, yo, we got a dope episode with the homie Stupid Young representing Long Beach. Um, he's got a new project out that's fire. Stupid Young's been doing his thing in L.A. for a long time. He's actually one of the, the top, like, dudes in the L.A. area right now, just period, when it comes to just numbers. The dude runs it up. Um, go support his new project. Also got a shout out to uh, our sponsors, Odd Socks. Yo, make sure you go tap in with that oddsocksofficial.com. Keyword bootleg cabin, save 20% off. They got the most comfortable socks in the world and they got the crazy licenses. They just sent me all kinds of new shit. Yo, the Street Fighter socks they sent me are crazy. They got the WWE socks. They got the ramen noodle joints. They got the Oreo joints. They got the Tony Chalk socks. Those, those socks, by the way, have a small penis. Anyway, um, go order uh, some socks right now at oddsocksofficial.com. Keyword, bootleg Kev, and save 20% off at checkout. Also, shout out to our other sponsor, Vaping. Make sure you check them out at vapingcbd.com. Go buy you some CBD, lotions, oils, smoking, tokens, toasting, whatever you need, your CBD needs, man. Vaping got you the purest and best CBD in the game. Go to vapingcbd.com, keyword bootleg Kev, and you will get 20% at checkout. Lots of dope shit on the way. Um, I appreciate everyone rocking. I know the podcast has been a little slow the last like few weeks, but it's just because we're like stacking a lot of dope uh, episodes. So I'm actually in Atlanta right now recording new content for the podcast. But let's get into the new episode. Episode number 36 with Stupid Young. It's the Bootleg Cat Podcast. Bootleg Cat Podcast. We got the homie Stupid Young. What's the deal? What's the deal? Checked in, man. New album. Dropping this Friday. Dropping this Friday. By the time this comes out, it'll be out. So sure. it's out now, um, and 
I feel like you've had a very slept on twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, for you, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I know things are definitely different as far as you know. Show money's not out. You know, just there's obviously a lot of revenue streams that have kind of closed up for artists during this pandemic. But how have you kind of handled things? It's been a blessing and a curse because shit, I bought my house this year. And, I uh, saw that. Yeah, this year, and uh, I get to spend more time with my son because I'm not on the road. But it's it's been it's, it's like a blessing and a curse. You know what I'm saying? They stop one source of income, but if you're a hustler, you don't get in a gang of different other ways. For sure, man. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because I remember I, I I've been seeing you. You're a family man. Yeah, yeah. You know what yep, I'm saying? Yep. And and you don't hide that. And you know, as am I. You know, I'm married. I got two kids, but. Um, how has fatherhood changed you just as far as just, you know, on a day-to-day basis and, and, and just as, as a, as a man, like, you know what I mean? That shit changes everybody. I feel like it's, it's, it's a different type of feeling. Like it's uh it's a feeling that I never knew that was there until I had my son, you know what I'm saying? And I see him talk, say his first words, call me that papa, dad, whatever. It's different. It motive, of course it's going to, if you have a kid, it's going to, that's everybody. That cares about right. their life and their kids gonna motivate them to grind harder. That's a given. But like to be able to teach him stuff and he learned, you know what I'm saying? Just, just the balance. It's the balance for everything. Cause like I thought, all right, I'm trying to do this music shit 100. percent So I gotta balance out the time with my homies in the hood or whatever. The music, my family, um, you know what I'm saying? Business, my son, and it's it's, it's hard to find that balance. But what the quarantine shit they cut out shows. But I, I get to spend more time with my son, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it just taught me, like, to teach him and wake up every day, teach him something new. And it's just, it's just it's a beautiful thing. It's an unconditional feeling. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, <clears throat> I think that's, you know, like you said, it unlocks something you didn't even know you, like, was inside of you, you yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. It's like discovering a new sense or some shit. Yeah. Shit is wild. So you bought a crib this year, mm-hmm. which is, first of all, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh, did you get a good deal on it? Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, we was kind of rushing into it because I was paying like fucking thirty six hundred a month in rent for rent. That's what and I'm the, paying. Right? The, I'm, I'm paying like thirty four right now. Yeah, in the condo though, and at downtown LA, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, fuck, man, all this money you added up, that's like seven bands in two months. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's fourteen thousand in four months. Mm-hmm. Like this should need to be going to somewhere else. So yeah, I got a good deal. I got a cool deal, and then the real estate. Um, we already have relations with them because they're like related to my girl family. Mm. You know what I'm saying so it was kind of kind of works out. The price went up already because I just threw my son's second birthday there, and then she came over, said, "Oh, your house went up. Let me know if you want to sell it." I'm like, "Nah, I just got in here. We gonna keep hold. We gonna hold yeah. on to it because yo, that's, that's what's dope about LA is I don't feel like I feel like it's whenever real estate takes a dip, LA certain places like LA and New York usually really don't get it affected because the yeah. demand never is gonna like people want to live here. Exactly. Yep. Hey, so um, I was telling you this before before the, the cameras came on. Like, bro, like I feel like you've had a crazy few years, but you're one of the biggest factors when it comes to the West Coast shit. But I feel like you still don't necessarily get the recognition the recognition that you probably deserve. I think. Now I don't know like racist bias, but I think it's a lot of it. It's just it's new to people. Like I'm Asian, you know what I'm saying? Like I still got work to do. I still got um, doors to knock down and shit. I just feel like that 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 plays a big part because I see a lot of motherfuckers saying, you know, I'm the biggest independent artist out here in L.A. 
who does these numbers or I'm the uh, who does these numbers independent or who does this does that when really I look at my shit and I look at their shit not no competition shit but rap is competitive but it's like I do these numbers and my name don't get mentioned you know what I'm saying mm. like yo I've, I've I've had conversations with the guys at Empire you're like one of the biggest yeah. artists as far as just revenue at the at, at Empire I, they say I stream very well I fuck with Empire for life for sure yeah you stream very well those yo it's crazy because another guy like you know someone you got a great relationship with is mozzie um who's shared an empire statement what is your biggest statement you've gotten do you uh, not to be in your pockets what do you, if you mean? don't like you know you get your your monthly empire you know uh what do i get like oh like money wise yeah, like what's I like get? the biggest month you've had for it like like off of your music Shit, my whole, my whole, my whole, my whole life <laughs> for sure. Nah, but shit, I touch, I touch a lot of money with Empire. You know what I'm saying? I touch, I touch a lot of money with Empire. But let's talk about the first time I seen some shit. So the first time I seen some shit, I was eating. I think I was, I was, I was still hustling too. I'm over here paying for all my music shit, trying to make ends meet, paying for that apartment in, in downtown because I just had my son. So he's two now. This is about two years ago. Yeah. This is like when Mando dropped, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then um, I get a call from Nima. I was eating at a, pho, at a pho restaurant with my girl. And I'm like, and I'm I'm over. Before I got that call from Nima, I'm talking to the homies like, we need to make this place, make this place, or, or, or you know, do a little shit to, to hustle. Right, right. And then I get the call from Nima. You're like, man, how come you didn't tell me that we haven't been paying you? It's just been stacking up and stacking up. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then he just, you know, it was, um, he's like, yeah, I'm going to send, do you want a check or I'm going to send it to your account? Like, I'm going to send it to my account. like, how much is it? He's like 57000 or something. Like, but it was just, that's like the first big number, you know hey, what I'm saying? shit. And I was just like, hell yeah. I was like, need, I need that. Run that. <laughs> yeah, my plays didn't go through like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> right. Like, I'm over here setting up plays. Yeah, but I got more than, more from them, more from them for sure, Um, you know, after that. But it started getting bigger and bigger. But I remember that was the first, like, chunky like that was just a, no that was the first check ever you know what i'm saying wow yeah it was that's just a hell of check. a first rap check yeah i was like what the fuck what do you think um because you have fans that are very very they're like it's like a cult following dedicated, right yeah they're very dedicated um what do you think it is about what you've brought to the marketplace and what it is that like people resonate with so much because the stupid young fans are very passionate fans yeah just like um i think like the uh the, the type of music I put out was like, because I, I like to do versatile shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sometimes I rap about some deep shit they relate to, and then sometimes I rap about some fun shit, like some some partying shit. I kind of like to do a little bit of everything when I drop a project. That's why I think that, like, if they feel, like, in this type of mood, they'll listen to this song, or if they feel like they want to turn up on the weekend, they'll mm-hmm. listen to this. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like, you know, that's why they fuck with me, the vers- versatility in it. Um. You uh you just tapped in with Draco who just got out. We just mm-hmm. had him up here last week. Yeah. Um. You guys did the little boozy record, shot the video. Did you, you did you and Draco have a relationship prior to him getting locked up? Yeah. Cause way before we was, we was locked up as kids for like nine months, and that was real we was real tight. We was real close. He didn't so, rap at that time. So you knew him since you guys were kids. You guys yeah. were locked up together. What, was like in juvenile. Mm-hmm. Juvenile. We was and they put us in a foster care. Um, group home and we was, yep, we was together and shit. Damn! So yep. you guys got a friendship outside of this rap? Yeah, shit. he bought me. I remember because uh, on the weekends they let you go with your family on the weekends only mm-hmm. Friday to Sunday. He came back on the home pass like I got you something. He got me a little gift. It was my because I turned, well, I turned sixteen in there or some shit. He got me an A's hat. Oh a wow, green and yellow A's hat. Yep, that's crazy. 
So it was like it's crazy because he got out and just recorded like that whole project. Yeah. <laughs> like in like sure. in like Shit. a week. <laughs> Man, when I was locked up, I had book composition books all written. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're not gonna like all of it, but you gonna like at least a good amount, like where you could put out a couple projects and shit for sure. Um, with this new album, um, talk about what was what's the motivation behind the title? I love the cover. From here on out. From yeah. here on out, in the cover, I think there's a lot of there's got a, there's a lot of meaning wrapped up in that cover too. Yeah, it is. It's like and and well, it goes for everybody. Even like whether you're a rapper or you're just a nine to five worker with kids or something. It's like I feel like a big part of life that a lot of people don't try to work on is balance. Yep, balance and balance is very, very important. That's why when they say time is money, they're really talking about balance. And that picture just shows balance because it's like, how do I balance this shit out where I don't do? I'm not too much in the streets where I get caught up, or I'm not too much in the music where I forgot about my people. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just a balance. That's why, I, and I had a hard time from leaving the streets and shit like that. So I just told myself like from here on out, like I'm, I'm I gotta give more percentage to my music than I am in the street. Yeah, man. I, I was going to say, cause I heard you say that earlier. Like, have you noticed? Cause you know, if, if you just kind of see what's been going on, right. There's been a lot of people getting caught up with cases and feds, the fed shit, dying. And people dying, people getting killed, bro. Like and the same fucking um, company too. two empire artists, you know, Vaughn was with empire. Mo, Mo, was with yeah. Empire. yeah. 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 And, and, uh, it's just it's just crazy because I saw um, I think it might have been Meek. Someone just said that being a rapper is the most dangerous job in the world. Dangerous right job. It's a dangerous job. If you from the streets, it's a dangerous job. But also, if you're not, because you're, you're not, aren't you a target? Yeah, you're a target. Like for if sure. you if you're on a, if you I feel like any anywhere you go, if you go to a different city, it's like oh, this guy's in town. Yeah, that might be you know a lick to, for mm -hmm. someone to hit. And then like. It's a it's a target because like the shit you did before, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they know you was super active, they know you was doing this. Like if you're from a, a notorious gang, you for sure a target. It just triple it, you know what I'm talking about? It just triples it. Like Vaughn was a notorious, his hood is everywhere worldwide, yeah. so he it, his was triple. But then, uh, but then again, at the same time, it's in it's in uh, inevitable. How do you say that word? Inevitable. Inevitable, right? Because like you could be a, you could be so on point, like so like. Think you on point, your homies on point, but a lot of the times it's unexpected. Like it's it, like Vaughn, that was Quan around the homie. What I don't speak about who it is, but that wasn't his enemies. Like that ain't you know what I'm saying. That ain't the other side of the enemies in the city. Right. It, it was some it was some rapper shit. Mm -hmm. That's what's crazy. Some rapper shit. Nipsey wasn't his enemies. You know what I'm saying. Like it's just and is is uh it's unexpected. Unexpected, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> like that's what I wanted to ask you about because I like, obviously, you know, your track record is, is clear. Like do you find yourself maybe like having your circle become a little bit smaller or maybe watching out like, yo, man, I, I might not need to go do A, B, and C or be around A, B, and C anymore like I used to be, just because now I got so much more to lose. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like that. But it's like that shit that I, I did like back then, you know what I'm saying? Before the rap shit took off, it um, like I don't need to be in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to prove anything or do anything because a lot of the times is is not my homies. You hear about rappers saying their homies hating them because they be like, oh man, he just a rapper. He not in the hood. He never. Well, what he do for the hood? But it's the other way around. I be in my section and my homies be like, what you doing here, man? Or like, damn, don't you do that music shit, bro? Fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? 
And they actually tell me to like like what I'm doing here and shit like that. So I guess that that would just be my advice, man. It's like you got something special, bro. Sure. And like I think that there, we've seen a lot of examples this year that that has just kind of shown like it might like shit. You got you come from that background. Staying yeah. out the way might be the way. You know for what sure, I'm saying? For sure. Move uh, smarter. Move smarter for sure. For sure. Um, I was just talking to you in the lobby because I got a mozzie plaque, and I was like, "Yo, when you getting one of these, man?" And I know, I know you're close. We're talking Mando, about with man. Mando, right? Yeah, I keep checking the numbers with um my boy Gentry from Empire. Um, it's close. It's getting close. It's just a lot of those streams was overseas, and it's crazy too because a lot of motherfuckers. I don't understand. I don't know how to real go certification or whatever works because it's like a lot of dudes who get those plaques right. but YouTube views ain't up there but Mando got like 45 million and I'm confused I'm like well, on I'm, YouTube? yeah and I'm like how come like my shit is on fucking 45 you know what I million? think I, th- I know I know a part of that is uh, I think YouTube streams don't get counted don't get the counted, same yeah, way yeah. the same uh, like the same way especially if your shit like was is that is it, it's on your channel right? mhm yeah, then th- th- they should count them. Because I know if your shit's on Worldstar, a lot of artists who might be watching this, if you up, obviously if you upload to Worldstar, you got a big audience. Yeah. Because sure. they got fucking 15 million subscribers. But since it's on someone else's channel, it doesn't go towards your certification. Yeah. So there's a lot of people whose shit is like, you know, 50, 60 million on Worldstar, but those views don't count towards the song yeah. certification because it's not on their channel, which is right. kind of wild. Or it might just be streams or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Um, but no, we're talking about uh, obviously the Mando record, but, you know, you and uh, and, and uh, Nell dropped uh, Yellow Tape and um, Yellow Tape 2 was this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because I feel like it came out last year. This year's been a fucking weird year. Wow, weird. The weirdest year ever. But um, what, you and, what about you and Mozzie? I, I, I think that's like a natural... Yeah, it's natural. We, um, I'm talk, in talks with Davo and him about like a collab project. We're still thinking about it. I, I got a, like a couple like ideas in mind, but collab projects. I even want, or I might do one with um, or not might. We are actually with um, Phoenix Flexing from uh, Shoreline Mafia. Oh, that'd be crazy. Me and him city. did a, a video, and the fans just say it was good chemistry. So if it's good chemistry, we might as well do more, right? Yo, that'd be big for the city, man. I think too. What's that's what's dope about you? You you being independent is you could do whatever the fuck you want. Like if you mm-hmm. want to do a full project with somebody, you're like, yeah, let's go. Ain't nothing holding you back. Yep. Who who's someone who you're a fan of, um, that that you haven't gotten to work with that like maybe like, you know, you you've kind of came up on over the last couple of years musically. Um, right now I fuck with a lot of little baby shit, which I I almost had the chance to do a feature with him, but he rescheduled it, and I got in my feelings. And I said, man, fuck that. He rescheduled it because it was about to be another big day for me. And it, and and the ticket was low that time. Now his ticket is through the roof. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I fuck with little baby shit, Polo G shit. I got a record for Polo G. Polo G's crazy. Just waiting to pull that trigger. Yep, Polo. I fuck with Polo G shit, little baby, little TJ. A lot of motherfuckers who just do that new auto tune wave shit, but like they the melodic shit. Yeah, shit. but they telling that. And Polo G can rap his fucking ass off. Yeah, Polo G a rapper for real. Um, what curious? What was the ticket for Lil Baby's feature back back when you could have got it? Twenty bands. Damn. For video and verse. Damn. In the studio, recording in the studio, all of that because you know my engine, my engineer, he record, he engineered like a lot of motherfuckers, and he's always tied in. He always keep me in the loop. Right. You know, shout out Casey and um. Yeah, it was probably 20, but he rescheduled it, and I was like, man, you know what, fuck that shit. 
And boom, now it's now it's a hundred bands do you just feel, for the verse. <laughs> do you feel like uh that was like a lesson learned, like about ego? Because I feel yeah, like sometimes I, we get caught up in our pride and shit. And but it is not like everything you do, every every in your career or art, you know, it's like a win or lose. You know what I'm saying? Like you win some, you lose some. Like like Nipsey, I waited too long for him, and he wasn't charging shit. I just, I just waited too long. I wanted him because he was my honestly my favorite rapper growing up. Nipsey, and, yeah, Nipsey. My yeah. whole section, my whole city. Well, not well, the, all the Asians, Long Beach, fuck with Nipsey. Nah, Nipsey's. Uh, I think Nipsey for the last. I mean, shit. I, I first came on his shit oh nine and yeah, for sure. Wolves ain't got no name. Volume two, I believe, is the first project I heard from him. Yep. Rest in peace to Nip. Yeah, it's crazy because like I feel like just in general, man. Like L.A. the the wave in L.A. right now is extremely strong and it's very. I feel like it's the strongest it's been in a very long time. I also feel like there's a lot of camaraderie. As to where maybe in the past there wasn't as much of that. Like, I feel like for the most part, everyone fucks with each other. I know that there is. It's L.A., so politics get involved. You know what I'm saying? But I think for the most part, like, you know, you kind of see the landscape of L.A. hip-hop. Everyone's fucking with each other. Everyone's working with each other. Um, Like, is that, like, like, do you consider yourself a leader of of, of the new L.A. shit? Uh, Yeah, no. Because, like, when they talk about L.A., it'll be, like, West... West Coast or whatever, like mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But like, like Long Beach always wanted to be his own. Long Beach is his own city. You know, of course, what I'm of course. So it's like I, I feel like I'm just I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a Long Beach dude. You know what I'm saying? Because L.A. got their own shit, but then Long Beach just falls under the L.A. category. So you could say it's like a yeah and a no thing. I mean, yeah, like look, Snoop's the biggest rapper ever from Long Beach, but yeah. I mean, everybody looks at it. it's West Coast shit. You yeah, know what I'm for saying? Sure, for sure. Yeah, like you know, what about um, shout out to uh, you know. When it comes to Long Beach, there's Snoop, OTU, um, Vince Staples, Vince Staples, Savvy's dope. Uh, what, what, who, who, in your opinion, is is outside of Snoop Dogg? Who do you think is the greatest Long Beach MC ever? Besides, besides Snoop, I think Nate Dogg. Yo, for sure, Nate Dogg. Not quite a rapper, but <laughs> yeah, you know, but he's he's a, a legend for sure. A legend for sure. Was was Warren G from Long Beach? Yeah, he from Long Beach. Uh, Warren yeah, G. Warren G too. Yeah, Warren G's dope too. But I, oh shit. Oh, that shit. You just got to yeah, slide it back on. But I feel like Nate Dogg is just one of a kind. Nate Dogg was that guy. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever had the hook bag. It was like Nate Dogg. It was Akon, T-Pain. And then that's really it. You know, you could. Who? I think Blast, Blast, Blast. Right now is going to be that guy. Going to be that hook. I think Ty had a cool of, has has had a run. Ty's had hook. a run. Blast, but Blast, I think different. That's an artist, artist for sure. People, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blast is an alien. Have, what uh, you and Blast got anything together? Yeah, we got a record. We got a record. It's just not out. Is it? It's not on the album either. Nope. Probably come out next year, but we got a record for sure. Because I know you're sitting on a lot of music, so like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot, a lot. All the shit I'm dropping now, I've been doing it. It's probably like I recorded last year. I just like to move a couple of steps ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to drop this project right now, but I'm also working on other shit. I mean, shit, man. Next year, that's the way to go. Sure. Independent for sure. I mean, shit. Mozzie dropped two albums this year. Everybody was dropping multiple shit this year. Are you ever inspired by any any like East Coast shit? Like as a rapper, because I feel like you 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 could rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. When I grew up. I always thought rapping was going to stay like that, lyrical. So I was always like, all right, I'm going to do some lyrical shit. Because I'm like, I'm versatile. I could do the lyrical shit. I could do, like, the party shit. I could do the melodic shit or whatever. But, yeah, I fuck with East Coast music. For sure. I fuck with Dave East, tough. Dave East is fire. For sure. 
if I had to bet on a rapper from the East that you fuck with, Davies would probably be just based on, you know, the, you know, the, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to, and Dave is so tapped in in LA. I feel like everybody in LA fucks with Dave. Dave's a solid fucking dude, man. Shout out Davies for sure. What about um you obviously working with T Grizzly doing the video? I feel like you guys are kind of made for each other sonically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like you guys love the same kind of production. How did that uh, relationship and that record happen? Man, I, um, I just seen him follow me, and I just tapped in with him, and he's like, I'm like, when you gonna be in LA? Like, you know, I'm out here in LA all the time, so I'm like. Sent them the record, and it just made it happen. And he he invited me to his uh video shoot for a single. He wanted he let me be in a video, which was cool too. Um, his his single off the project off uh off his last album he just dropped, produced by DJ Mustard. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't on it. I was just in, in the video, yeah. which was dope. I feel like yeah, fuck would do he a real dude. He pulled up and did the video too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have to, you, you know, I, I mean, it, with someone like T, like, I know T's a real ass dude. Like, is that like, a, like, hey, look, let's do a swap. Like, come do my video. I'll do, yeah, 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 for sure. That's dope. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. because fuck with you, it worked like that. That's how it works. Yeah. When's the last time you had to pay for a feature? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> for real. It's been a while. Yeah, but you, you, like, usually you still have to pay some because... You gotta pay for the video. You gotta pay yeah. For you gotta pay for like, yo, production. listen, fam. If you need a fucking wardrobe or some food, or I gotta get you your fucking car to come over to the shoot, or it's not as easy as like, yo, thanks, just pull up and you know do the video and bounce and you know. Yeah, for sure. It's all. It's, it's when you reach a certain level, you know what I'm saying? No, hundred percent, man. Um, what is what is the one thing uh that 2020s taught you, man? Never take nothing for granted. Like outside, <laughs> for right. sure, restaurants and shit. Yeah, then we take shit for granted. That's about it. Yeah, that's some real shit. For sure. So many things that we just consider normal. Yeah. Like watching the Lakers or some shit, or yeah, like going to the movies. Simple as shit. I don't think I think the movies are a wrap for like forever. Why? Why you said? I just don't think Netflix and shit, <laughs> bro. I just don't think like these theaters are gonna survive, bro. Like how these motherfuckers are gonna be, like. How long is it going to take for people to be comfortable to go sit in a theater with fucking 400 other people? Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? Like, how long can these fucking couples survive? They got survive? some shit now, I heard, though. They got some shit where you can rent the theater out. You can do that. For you and your people. That's, that's, that's fire. That's, 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 yeah, but, like, who's doing that? Yeah. You want to take your bitch to a movie. Yeah. You don't want to take 50 people to a movie. You want to, like, call my parents, invite them. Now I'm just trying to go with my girl. Like, low-key, you know what I'm saying? Get some food. Date night is switched up in 2020. Yeah, for sure. That shit's, yeah. This shit, this shit is crazy. Um, I also wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, you you and Nell, like you guys have a dope chemistry. Obviously, shout out to Stockton. Um, how did you guys, outside of being Asian and being from the West Coast, because <laughs> yeah. it's almost like, yeah, of course they would do a project together, right? Like or two rather, and um, yeah, like talk about y'all's relationship and and um. You know, you guys got to relate to each other because you guys kind of are both some, you know, listen, like you said earlier, being an Asian dude rapping, it catches people off guard a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, 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 I didn't like know him before the music, but when I seen his first song, I was just like, I relate to it. You know, we both Asian, we both Chris, whatever. I got a hood in my neighborhood down here is also in Stockton. And. I asked the homies, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to do something with this dude. Um, he, he hard as fuck. Y'all, dude, like, is there a politics between that? There was no politics, so we linked, and it was just love. And it was just like, the shit I talk about is really, 
really, really real. Like from my area and the shit he talk about is really real from his area. You know what I'm saying? So I just it's just and then we link and it was just good chemistry from there. That's that's dope. Um, yeah, shout out to him, man. Um, I feel like both y'all got your wave, and then the yellow tape was just a a, a very genius. Uh, For sure. Dom Kennedy had a, a yellow tape. Did you know that <laughs> when you guys did that? No, nah, I didn't think about nobody when we did that. I feel like it'll fit us more. I was about to say. I was about to say you really can't like. With, you really can't. Nobody can say shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, anything else on the horizon for you? Like, you, you, like, are you expanding? Like, you know, acting or anything different that 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 is outside of the music situation? I was in like two movies. It just ain't out yet. They're chopping it around, I believe. And then the COVID, you know, stopped a lot of shit. But other than that, nah, man, I'm gonna just keep working, raising my son, finding ways to make money, and that's it. Any more children? You want to have more kids? My girl want more kids ASAP, but of course she does. <laughs> Buy her a dog. I'm like, man, you, you you having a hard time just fucking cleaning this big ass house and watching one son. You want another one? Just buy her, buy her a dog, bro. She want a dog for sure. That's all, just get her the puppy, and, and that'll <laughs> that'll put it like a 12 month band aid on the problem. <laughs> I need longer than that. Yeah, he said I need three or four years. <laughs> Shit, I might get three dogs <laughs> for sure. Hey, I wanted to ask you this because obviously being in LA. Um, is it has there ever been a situation where you might have wanted to have worked with someone or you didn't work with someone even though there was no like bad blood because of the politics? Yeah, I'm in that situation a lot. It's even without music, like it's weird because there's a lot of politics, but like I could do some historical with this person and then it's just a lot of politics behind that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I did I did shit with some essays where the Mexicans who we are cool with in the city didn't get along with, you know what I'm saying? But it was all about business and bridging that gap. Mm. Like, like I'm all about bridging that gap, unless you like my super number one ops, and that's that's never gonna happen. <laughs> right, but right, yeah. right, right. But if it's like little tension and shit, I'm pretty sure it could bridge that gap and make history happen and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's a lot, it's always politics for sure, even including us. You know what I'm saying? It's always politics. What? Give me the the I guess the difference. Between you know the Asian section of where you're from, and then like what is the difference between the the like obviously historically we think of Crips from Long Beach they look a certain way, and and people who aren't from Long Beach or who don't who aren't aware of the Asian presence right, like if you're someone who's from like fucking Wichita Kansas and you're like wait there's Asian Crips, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, w what is the difference, and if if any, and like, how does how does it kind of fit into the the grand scheme of of everything when it comes to that shit? Without getting like obviously too too into it. Well, shit, you know, like um, how we formed was because the uh, Cambo Cambodian Khmer Rouge war, which is very slept on. They only know about like Hitler and the Holocaust and shit like that, but. It was killing the the ruler of Cambodia was killing millions of our people, like millions. He just wanted to eliminate everybody, and they were doing that. And it was like one point something million Cambodians getting killed through the whole country. Wow! And, no, and it was very slept on. And then I forgot what president. Was what year was this? This was like the seventies. Shit! So then, like late seventies. So then, my dad and shit was already born and shit over there. My mom, they were young, very young kids, and then um. I forgot what president was at the time. I don't know. Reagan or I don't know Reagan. who it was. Reagan? Reagan or Jimmy Jimmy Carter maybe. Reagan. If it was... Reagan or somebody. 
early 80s, late 70s. It's like Reagan, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I'm thinking Reagan, but oh, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But they were, they helped out and they went over there and they brought us over here. And then some, you know, they brought, I think the Vietnam, Vietnam helped us. But the, they brought us over here and a large, there was two places where a large um, group of Cambodians went to. Number one where the most went to was Long Beach, California. And then the second one was Boston, Massachusetts. That's where we have a hood as well. And it was just like, we came over here and the other races, the blacks and Hispanics and Long Beach wasn't used to us. Mm -hmm. But we were mainly beefing with the Hispanics. And then the blacks was already beefing with the Hispanics. And then their blacks were Crips. And Long Beach is the only city in the U.S. where it's all Crip city. There's not one blood hood. You know what I'm saying? Either you a Crip or you a Southside or a Mexican. Mm. Or you know? So we we adapted to the community and became Crips. That's how people, and then it just spread like wildfire. And we're different because we're just like, I don't know, we just program different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how disconnected is the Long Beach politics from like LA politics? Because you know, obviously, and even in the Valley, there's um, like Pacoima, and you know, yeah, it's it's very it's very disconnected. We're like, well, us is disconnected, but it's kind of like our neighborhood is like our our like my neighborhood from in Long Beach was also in the SFV was in Van Nuys. There okay, was also okay. in San Gabriel Valley. They're also in Orange County. So it's like they beef with those neighborhoods, which brings it to us because it's like you beef with one, you beef with all. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like it's disconnected, but it's kind of connected. It's like you know what I'm saying. Just do you have? Do you feel like um, being like like do you, are you? Do you feel like you're a role model for like young young kids that look like you out of, out of your city? Yeah, for sure. Do you take that like to the heart? Because I feel like you know when you you really can you know maybe steer some kids the right direction. Yeah, I, I kind of want them to be do be like you could be successful. Without getting locked up or, or end up dead and and being you could be cool because everyone as a kid want to be do what everyone is doing be the cool kids you know what I'm saying you could be cool and and successful and without taking the same path I took you know what I'm saying yeah like I think that you know obviously we all are where we are because of our life experiences and you probably shouldn't regret much in life you know what I'm sure. saying but you know if you could help steer uh, steer somebody a different direction because you already walked that path for them you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite song on this album? Damn, that's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I got a lot of. I like. I, I got a lot of favorite ones. I got that one, the one I sent you. Yeah, that one I feel like is. You just, sent me like four records. I, the one that I like though. Remember? I, I think it was called. Uh, is it? Is is it's called as late? It's called Stupid Freestyle, but it's titled Hot something shit. else. Yeah, it's titled that, but it's really called Stupid Freestyle. And it's just no hook, no nothing. I'm just going on yeah, and on. Yeah, listen to it. It's just I, ne I never rapped like fast like that before. Either. Well, you actually freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Because when you sure. came on our on me and Head show, uh, you was actually off the top of the head for yeah, a lot yeah. of that shit. For sure. For and sure. a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, for sure. For a lot sure. of people, that's not what they do. They're like, you just telling me that I ain't got nothing ready. Yeah, for sure. You know, you was coming off the top of the head for sure. So. Yeah, we had all kinds of people like, who is this Asian guy saying the <laughs> N-word on y'all show? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Do you Have you, um, like, you've gotten, obviously, critiqued for using the N-word, right, in your music and shit? All the time. All the time. Like, is that something that you've uh, evolved on at all? I've heard, I listen to your music, like, the new shit. And I, know I, learned, I learned to ignore it because it's like, the, at the end of the day, that's how I grew up. That's how I was raised, the environment I was raised. And there's a, it's, it's a saying that I always say, they threw Tarzan in the jungle and he came out like that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't come out a different way. They always be like, it doesn't matter about the environment you raise. You have your own action and choices. No, it doesn't. It, it, it does matter. Your environment makes you who you are. 
in a way, you know, most of the time at least. Like, you know, like 80, 80, 90%. I'm part of the 80, 90%. No, for sure. It's like, you could tell me to stop saying the N-word or this and that, but as soon as the I stop rapping or this and that and I go back to my regular life, that's who I am. I'm going to still be like that to the till I fucking, till I'm. Has yeah. that ever costed <laughs> you any opportunities or, or features or relationships? Not that I know of. It could be someone didn't want to fuck with me because of that, but I didn't. They, they, I you just don't know about it. I yeah. wasn't aware. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Listen, man. The, the, you 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 could rap, man. The music is solid. Um, the project is is officially out now because this is coming out afterwards. This is, um, and then you got you you. I mean, what songs did we talk about? You got features ready for? Uh, Blueface on there. T Grizzly. You got Ruchi, Mike Sherm, Rucci. Um, Ot Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. You and Snoop ever worked together yet? Yeah, I'm on his last album. Yeah, you are on it. He yeah, did yeah. like a whole Long Beach record. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, shout out to Snoop, man. Snoop be tapping in. Sure. Was that like a bucket list thing, like working with Snoop Dogg, being a kid yeah, from Long was, Beach? It was. It was. And now it's just like it's just it's done. <laughs> For like move on, you know? Yeah. Now, nah, how like did you were you in the studio with Snoop? Nah, it was email through email. Uh-huh. But he mentioned me. You know what I'm saying on like. Was it Case Sway in the morning or yeah. like all these interviews? He's like, yeah, man, I got Snoopy on there. I got RJ, you know what I'm saying? Would you, like, did, ever smoke with Snoop? Nah, nah. I smoked with Snoop one time and I was like, you got to, man. <laughs> you got to, huh? <laughs> even if, like, you don't want to. you just like, yeah. it's like, bro, it's like. Yeah, even if you don't smoke, you have to. <laughs> bro, it's like, it's like, there's a few of those guys. It's like Willie Nelson, Wiz, Snoop, yeah. Seth Rogen. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, <laughs> for sure. like you go smoke with these guys. You know what I'm saying? But look, man, stupid young, I appreciate you coming through. Sure. Go go support the project. Um and uh you you got the merch and all that shit dropping? Yep, yep. Officials um officialslabel.com. That's where you get the merch at. From here on out, dropping twelve eighteen. Make sure y'all tap in. Yep. From here on out is out and then there's gonna be a lot more music next year. For sure. Hopefully we'll be on the road next year. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> yeah Go fuck it up in Arizona again <laughs> I remember seeing Yeah yeah you was on The Mozzie tour out there Yeah yeah for Yeah sure. that was a, Wait didn't you Did you come to the club that night Nah you You I had remember, like a, had like a young much, A young I, kid with you I had too much young people Yeah <laughs> Yo your your entourage was too young Yeah <laughs> For sure <laughs> This fool was like Yo fam he's like I forget yeah. how old The kid was young though He was like Can you get him in And yeah, I was 15. like <laughs> I was like bro I can't do nothing there yeah. If he was 18 At least I could You know Yeah <laughs> He said, 15. <laughs> I said, shit. Yeah. Anyway, stupid young bootleg Kev, go support the album. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.